Hi, this is Michael Dorn, Lieutenant Commander Worf from Next Generation and Deep Space Nine, and you're listening to Trek FM. T. L. Gray, hot. It's time for another serving of Earl Grey, our dedicated TNG show. I'm Darren Moser, sitting in the center chair this week. Uh, I wish they'd turn the lights down a little. These new Starfleet uniforms are so shiny and reflective. Anyway, I'm joined by my co-host, Daniel Prue, who's sitting at Tactical Station 2, sporting a nice shaved goatee. It's looking good, Daniel. Well, thanks, but I mean, I've, I've always had this. I don't know if you knew that or not, but uh, it would be weird if I didn't. Have the goatee. At least... You know, that's true. Now that I think about it, you've always had that. Yeah. Just saying. Well, I'm also joined by Philip Gilfus at Tactical Station 3. Philip, how are our defense systems holding up? Um, I'm actually not familiar with this panel. Usually I'm at Tactical Station 4. And, you know, I just got promoted. And, man, 3 is a whole new world. It's like an upgrade. What's Now I'm curious what 2 looks like. That reminds me, uh, Johnson's funeral from due to your promotion will be held at uh, oh, 0200 hours. Yes, and, so. and his death was completely accidental. He just <laughs> happened to trip on my dagger five times. I'm just, I will, I need to talk to the safety uh, inspector. Well, you know, he had it coming. He had it coming. You would have done the same. Well, today on Earl Grey, we'll be writing another TNG story. Trick Stream episode series. two. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not Star Trek Stream episode two. I know, I got your hopes up. Well, this is a type of episode that others have used in their series, but we never had in TNG, a Mirror Universe episode. Bum, bum, bum. Is this the shot where you have the Enterprise-D going one way, then flips into another? (laughs) Yes, that's how. Now it's always going to be going right to left. That's how you know that it's the Mirror Universe episode. So, yes, we've seen a lot of Mirror Universe episodes. We've seen them in... Uh, Deep Space Nine, we've seen them in Enterprise, TOS, don't believe Voyager ever had one, but that was covered, I think uh, TTJ did talk about their uh, their Mirror Universe, so yes, on our one of our favorite podcasts, To the Journey. To the, to journey. the journey! Sorry, I forgot, I kept that one in the chamber, I had to, I had to let it out, but... Today we're going to be talking about the 1701D ISS Enterprise. Now, I mean, now this is interesting to me because it's one of those things. There was a novel, uh, Dark Mirror. Yes, I Dark Mirror. But I read that uh, twice. That was that was pre uh, DS9 Mirror episodes. So we have to figure out how we're doing this because in the DS9 universe, there would right. be no Enterprise D because the Terrans would be slaves. Right. So, okay, well, let's start off then. I, I was going to talk a little later about it, but let's talk about the state of the mirror universe address where the uh, Federation president's going to come up and talk to us. No. So, yeah, that's a, that's a great first question. Do we want to ignore, for the sake of our story, the aspects that were presented in the DS9 mirror universe where the Terran Empire has basically fallen and humans are slave? Or do we want to do it more of a continuation of TOS mirror universe where there's the mighty Terran empire and the enterprise is, you know, the ISS enterprise and everyone's mean. 
I don't know. Where, what are your votes? Or option three that I haven't even thought of. What, what do you think, Daniel? Should we, should we have the height of the Terran Empire or should we be slaves rebelling against uh, Worf? Okay. Well, you're twisting my arm at this point, so I have to talk about this. You know how, you know, as Star Trek fans, fans of anything in general, there are certain things that kind of just stick with you. Like, you just can't get past it, right? So okay. the idea of the mirror universe to me is so dumb. I just I, I hate it. I really do. Like I let's I'll be I'll be completely clear. I like it in uh, Mirror Mirror. Right, that's the first one. That's the TOS one. Right, that's fine. Yes. Mirror Mirror is fine. Self-contained makes sense. The story it works. You got this mirror universe. The, the idea of a persistent mirror universe, one mirroring our own, makes no sense to me. Because none of your characters would exist at that point. The very soon after the two, whenever the divergent point in these two universes were, there would be such differing. The, the universes would be almost unrecognizable. They would no longer be mirror universes, right? Uh, especially like say in uh, Mirror Mirror, where you have characters killing each other off all the time. So you would never find the same collection of characters in the same situation. So, like, the entire Deep Space Nine run of Mirror Universe episodes, I hate them all. I just, I dislike that. I think it's stupid. I don't, uh, every time I roll my eyes and I'm just like, blah. So, uh, to me, if we, if we could just not have to try to fit ourselves into that and we were just going to do, like, this is TN, this is the quote-unquote TNG Mirror Universe, then that would be okay. But, but even trying to fit it into the TOS Mirror un- Universe really doesn't make sense to me and it would be really difficult Almost impossible in my mind, but I mean, if you guys want to do that, we can do that. Okay, so what about instead it's more of a intense parallels uh, where we're going to a mirror point from our moment in time in, in TNG world, but but we can still get some of the characteristics of the classic TOS, you know, mirror, mirror with the, you know, everyone's evil kind of that we're keeping that evilness i guess of the people but uh but still we're not trying to fit it in the continuity of that mirror because i i see what you're saying once you have the divergent point there's they're gonna keep spreading apart they're not gonna weave together along a similar trajectory in time it's too many people die for that to happen well i mean so this what this could be and I'm I'm thinking as I'm talking, which is always dangerous. <laughs> so we, we in in on TNG, of course, season seven, we had parallels, which explored mm-hmm. so, somewhat of what Daniel's saying. Um, not you know it wasn't mirror as uh, from from that universe, but you know, had different things. So we could just sort of say this is just the farthest parallel that Worf time jumped or whatever he did with Geordi's magical visor, um, and. <laughs> His magical visor mystery tour. Exactly. Wait, hang on. Are uh, we going to explore Hobo Riker's universe? Is that is that what you're trying to say right now? <laughs> so somewhere between Crazy Riker beard <laughs> and the universe we know, what is that mirror thing? What is the worst case scenario Worf jumps into? The darkest timeline is what you're talking about. Yes, the darkest timeline. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what we're talking about. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, so we're basically, and why don't we just do that? We could part two, (laughs) or yeah, or this could just be considered a rewrite of parallels, but just a very different story, you know. But taking the parallel, because I mean, that's what the mirror, quote unquote, universe is. It's just a parallel universe, but we're only visiting one this time instead of 
eight or whatever right. number that they visited. Ooh, ooh, I really like this idea because then we get like instead of a surprise birthday party, it's like a surprise assassination attempt or something like that. That would be fun. Though, and that also gives us a little bit of a framework to work in the story instead of just coming up something from scratch. Though, to be honest, I think Worf would actually um, enjoy the second one more than the first. <laughs> he probably would. I like that idea. I like the idea that now we're just kind of exploring just through Worf's eyes. Like, like you just mentioned, Derek, it gives us a framework kind of just to see. Yeah. And then from here, now we can just have fun. At season seven, all the characters are established. We can just go crazy. So this is our rewrite of the new episode called Parallel. Yes. <laughs> now, we take out that important S. It's got to have some mirror in the title, like Parallel oh. Vision or pa- Parallel Parallel image Reflection. Or, yeah, I don't know what it would be, but... Uh, parallel of Pain or something <laughs> like that. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll do the title last, because that's always the easier. So, okay, so we're, we're going to do... So it's basically, and I like I, I liked your thought, Daniel, of this is its own mirror universe, not necessarily the one that everyone keeps visiting, because apparently that's the one that's what closest to us cosmically or whatever. Like this is, you know, that was mirror universe number two. We're going to go to number, uh, I don't know, 47. <laughs> and that's... Oh, where'd you pull that number you know, out just, of, Darren? <laughs> you know, I just, it came to me. <laughs> but uh, so that'll be... You know, but we get to create that universe, and then we don't have to play by the rules of what's been established in DS9 and even a Mirror Darkly. So, which what did you think of Mirror Darkly uh, with your profound hate of Mirror Universe episodes? It's it's a lot of fan service. It's it's fun. I mean, it's yeah. it's a fun episode, but it. Uh, I mean, fitting that into like, oh man, it's weird. I, it's just weird. I, I just don't understand. It's like the prequel syndrome where you but, have to shoehorn things yeah. like exonified with the fact that it's also the mere universe. But then it also, because then you have them acquiring 23rd century technology, so which means coming mirror mirror. The actual mirror universe enterprise should be uh, like, you know, in mirror mirror. It doesn't make any sense. Anyways. Sorry, yeah. It no. should be like a couple hundred years more yeah. advanced. It should be the yeah. mirror enterprise D. Maybe, yeah, there you go. Okay, so we're in our own pocket 47. Also, does everything we describe have to be preceded by the word mirror? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Unless you have, like, well, if this isn't going to be the mirror universe, we should call it, like, the, the reflection universe or um, uh, oppo- <laughs> the alt universe. opposite universe. <laughs> uh, it's, it's getting worse, Daniel. Um, <laughs> this could be through a mirror opaquely. <laughs> <laughs> and and Picard instead of a goatee, Picard is going to have his toupee. <laughs> He'll just have long Fabio <laughs> hair. He's gonna have dreadlocks. <laughs> is, is it gonna be like tea Earl Grey iced? Lukewarm. <gasps> <gasps> bum bum bum. And that's that's the cold open or something. <laughs> that's the opening shot. Is is you you see the replicator and you hear his voice. And then it pulls back and you see his long <laughs> flowing hair and you're like, what is going on? But, and then in the, in the tiny Livingston tank, there's a shark. <laughs> oh, a little baby yes. shark. I would love that. That would be great. There's an octopus and it's killing a baby shark. <laughs> now, is the shark still called Livingston? Oh, I don't know. I would call it Deathingston for sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Little on the nose, don't you think? <laughs> Listen, Daniel? the mirror universe wasn't very subtle either. I hate to tell you, they had the uh, uh, in uh, whatever it was, the uh, 
penetrator ray. What was it called? The torture chamber, whatever it's called. Oh, no, agony yeah, booth. Agony booth, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I think it's. I think uh, the death shark is totally okay or whatever. <laughs> okay, okay. So so Mayor Picard and uh, Livingston, or Livingston, in the ready room. <laughs> I can see this already. Now, are we using um, uh, yesterday's Enterprise lighting? Or oh yes, it's all dark. That's true. I mean, there are. I mean, it's not that there aren't moments that we visit other universe, other parallels in TNG, but we've never had one where we've had like a Terran Empire. And I think that's. I want to kind of keep that aspect at least because that's the most fun. Now, do they? What do the mirror belts look like? Because that's an <laughs> important question. Well, very shiny. I think. Well, again, they could be like we see in yesterday's enterprise with the, the belt with the sash and the extra blaster throwing a dagger as well. well. Here's, here, here's Darren, an idea. Darren. It's, it's called a phaser <laughs> here. And you know, maybe you guys won't go along with this, but because I, you know, because these kind of, <clears throat> you have to, if they're going to have the same characters and the same ship and whatever, I, I don't know how far back you want to go, but we could kind of make, um, yesterday's enterprise that universe like that episode be the genesis of this universe um genesis yeah i know um but like you know like oh we were on the brink of losing against klingons then we beat the klingons and then we kind of went off and started taking over stuff i don't know i just was thinking maybe that might be a good idea since we want to keep those belts <laughs> i like well, you know, i was just saying you know it's I was like how... taking the belts i wasn't taking the whole premise but yeah <laughs> no, no, I, I like to tell you when you buy an object and you design the whole room around it it's like <laughs> we were designing a star trek episode around this belt <laughs> so this whole thing is going to be based on the belts they were wearing all right so obviously so one one key question i had is is this a uh is this a, our characters are in are going to their universe or their characters are coming to our universe? Because that's a big distinction. I, so I mean, I would throw out that we go with the general idea of Worf, except instead of like parallels where he's just himself, you know, whatever. I mean, it's he's he's quantum leaping himself. I guess I don't know. Yeah, basically, um, like he just goes into it because there is no Worf in this one because there's Yar. Oh, okay. Right. Well, right. but there was Worf and Yar together. Something would have I, happened politically where the where the Klingons would not have no, been welcome on board the ship. Well, yeah, I know there there never would have been a Lieutenant Worf. Yeah, that's fine. But, that, that makes sense. He, he fell into a parallel world where he doesn't actually exist in any way. So that'd be cool. So then he would like go back to the Enterprise, and uh, they would just like put him in the brig immediately. <laughs> like, yes, <laughs> that would be pretty cool. So okay, so. Are we just having Worf the only one that crosses over into this mirror universe? So again, just like parallels. Well, you know, I think it would be great if he had some sort of companion. Who's someone that really worked with Worf well? Maybe like a relation <laughs> that would be good in this episode. I think maybe if it was Worf Alexander, this would no, be Oh, God, I thought you were going with Troy for a second. Oh, my God. No, we're not bringing Alexander unless he dies okay, immediately. I think... I, <laughs> I think for maximum comedy, we need to have three people on this shuttle instead of just Worf. So we have Worf. Uh, Guinan, who else? Can... Uh, no, I don't know. And then Ke- Keiko. <laughs> okay, well, this isn't Rascals. <laughs> too. A little, little Mirror more. Rascals. That's the name of our episode. Ooh. Well, you know what you could do, da- uh, Daniel? The Rascals broke the mirror. Wait, how about the Mirror Worf? Rascals? It's like the Little Rascals. That totally makes sense. <laughs> 
We could have focus, Daniel. <laughs> focus. We could have Worf. We could have Ro. And then we need a light, okay. a lighter character. Uh, uh, those are both kind see. of beat up people. You know, I'm going to beat up everyone I see. People. What about um, maybe? The- Do we want Data? No. Yeah. Too powerful. Or is that too many I'd questions? Say Troy too powerful. Might be an actual good choice. Or Crusher. What about Barkley? Oh, that would be fun. Mayor Barkley. Bark- I would bark. I because, would Barkley handle it. And then that. we could actually give him a moment where he has to like, you know, like the the live their lives are in his hands and he has to play it cool and he does, but it's like the hardest thing he's ever done. Yeah, I think like there should be some irony that when you with you have Worf and Roe trying to fit in the mayor universe but actually for some reason because barkley has (laughs) his acting skills he's able to actually like you know maybe the first person they meet is you know i don't know i'm I'm skipping ahead but like maybe (laughs) at some point they knock out mayor barkley and he's the only person who gets to portray his mayor self (laughs) okay okay because barkley would be like the uh the shuttle bay uh person or something like that yeah, because I guess so. Okay, so Barkley, Worf, and Roe yeah. were on a conference on Deep Space Four, and for each for different reasons, <laughs> and they're coming back in the shuttle, and they hit you know, I don't even care, gravity ion ellipse stellar core fragment, and it all goes. Was it some of those prue just, particles we had last time? <laughs> <laughs> Mirror prue particles. Don't forget. Yes. Uh. So yes, and then they. They get thrown to the side. They get knocked out. Uh, let's say uh, Ro gets knocked out or something. And, and they come to and they're like, what's going on? And they were just about to come back and rendezvous no, no, with the wait, Enterprise. Sorry. I like where you're going. But um, Worf gets knocked out and Barkley and Ro have to bring him in like Chewbacca in Star Wars, like a uh, prisoner uh, kind of a thing, because he's not supposed to be there. Any- but they don't know that yet, I guess. So I guess I don't know. Got it. So okay, okay. So right now he's he's knocked out so far, and which because we could lead up to a moment where they realize they have to get him. They can't just leave him on the shuttle, but they also we can't, can't just walk just him leave in. Leave him there. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so we're they're on the shuttle and they're approaching the Enterprise, and they first off notice like. Okay, this thing, it's looking, can it just be the uh, the um, All Good Things I Enterprise with the third nacelle and it's like the extra laser cannon and it's just bristled with weapons? Because why not? We're basically just pulling from all the other episodes <laughs> anyway for we, this we episode. We basically have so. all our our Star Trek toys and we're just pulling them up and playing with <laughs> Okay, then. J- no, it's, it's we could almost edit this together just with all the footage from the seventh season. Just like, okay, take this shot from All Good Things and this shot yes. from Yesterday's Enterprise. Then and- we are definitely going to go with the com badges from Future Imperfect. Of course <laughs> we are. Obviously, the best com badges ever. Okay, so they see the... Uh, and I, I want to go with the ISS Enterprise. That's because, you know, it's just, it's got the big old. And would that be the gold. Um, ISS Enterprise 5? Ooh. <laughs> but it's a Roman numeral 5. No bloody 1, 2, 3, or 4. <laughs> okay, so the ISS. Wait, are you saying no, once it, no bloody I, 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 so and it's got the the gold kind of what was those? Terran Empire emblem. Yeah, it's like the Terran Empire em, uh, the Earth emblem with on the it. Sword or whatever. Yeah, 
maybe the the warp nacelles could be like sharpened to points at the front. They look like daggers themselves tearing through space. <laughs> That's awesome. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point. No, or the uh, the com badges are like basically uh, throwing stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like they're they're just really really sharp. It's it's like maybe five inches tall. Like you could literally rip it off and throw it as a last resort no, weapon. I feel like it should be have like a Klingon thing. Before. Like you take it off and then you just click and it goes chink. <laughs> it's it's the glaive from uh crawl okay so they they come up on the enterprise and they notice whoa this enterprise looks really different and we just went some sort of stellar core fragment elliptical ion storm Delta you know particles yeah prue particle tetrion <laughs> emissions chronoton we're emitting like crazy was, yep Oh, every on was going on, but okay. So they, they, let's see, how do they realize that? I mean, obviously the ship looks different, but how do they realize what they have to do? Well, of Um, course they're going to get greeted by Barkley and this Barkley is going to be the version of Barkley that we saw on the holodeck. Oh, nth degree. And, uh, no, 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 no. Not the really smart Uh, one. The one he thought he was. No, no. Hollow pursuits. When he's like, like, where he's super confident <laughs> and just like, <laughs> yeah, short Riker. So somehow uh, so, he gets knocked out. Let's say when the ship was damaged, it lost visual communications. So they can see the mirror Barkley, but the Barkley can't see them. So that's not blown right away that it's like, whoa, that's Barkley right there. So Worf, they're being hailed and we hear um, alt Barkley or not Barkley. That's, that's no, I, I can not, actually like see where we've done the, we've done this entire thing. Okay, blah blah blah. They're talking something funny about the three of them being in a shuttle. Ha ha ha. Blah blah blah. <laughs> the, the 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 explosion or whatever happens, and then they see the new ship, and then you know what is it? You know they say it looks really weird. It's gonna be a little bit of a long taser. But then they, the the view screen comes on with Mayor Barkley, and Barkley's like, uh, who who's ranking here? So it's um Worf. I guess it'd be like Lieutenant. Yeah, it's but he's knocked out. Me and then you. You know, and so that no. Oh, is that the, the where they like have the? That's the oh, the, that's the pre-teaser. Yeah. And then we go into our alt opening credits. Obviously, <laughs> we're gonna totally take that. Oh wow! And it's gonna be amazing. And it's basically gonna be all the footage we have from All Good Things, where the uh, three nacelled Enterprise is just kicking butt <laughs> and blowing up ships. <laughs> that would be cool to replace yeah. it with the uh, the other Enterprise. Well, well, yeah, where it like comes up. And shoot, you know, it's like, oh, not just meeting blowing it. up Klingons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, blowing up the Klingons. Yeah, we see Earth with like a giant cracked moon, and it was we're flying around the solar system. And what would Captain Picard's intro be then? Uh, space. It's out there. We need to conquer it. <laughs> Get on it. <laughs> subtle, very subtle. <laughs> For all mankind, forget the women, because you know he's evil. <laughs> So, okay, so then we're back, and yeah, Barkley is like dumbfounded, and, and Worf or no, Roe slaps her hand over Barkley's mouth to keep him from talking because she realizes like that would not be good. And, you know, he's like, hey, and she's like, oh, yeah, bring us into, um, uh, oh, she's like, bring us into main shuttle bay. And he's like, main shuttle bay? We only have two <laughs> shuttle bays on this ship. Like, that's the weapons platform. Like, you must have hit your head harder than I thought, Lieutenant. You know. Now, here's a question. Like, oh, ha ha, yeah. Here's a question. So, oh. we're saying Wharf doesn't exist. So, does Roe exist 
in mirror universe. See, this is this is the problem with mirror universe. Okay, <laughs> because we're the writers. Yes, she does. Now, so do they um, think she's Roe? Like, it's is it going to be one of these things where we have to do the mirror rule of like? How about how about no? How about the Cardassians? Uh, if we're doing a darker timeline here, the Cardassians are just oppressively still owning the the Bajora the Bajora, and you know there's still resistance groups, but like there's no there's no um. There's no row on this Enterprise because she would still be on the planet trying to fight back the Cardassians. Well, I like that because I like how Barkley is the only one who has a counterpart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that'll work. The, okay, yeah. so, but she just pretends she's no name, Ensign, whatever. <clears throat> and he doesn't even, he just doesn't actually know anyone's names. The Mirror Barkley, he's such a jerk. He's just like, she, she's the pilot of Shuttlecraft 4. You know, that's all he she is to It'd him. It'd be Shuttlecraft D. <laughs> but yeah, so oh, all the numbers. Are I got red. it. I got gotcha. you. And so Delta, yeah, Shuttlecraft yeah. Delta. And so they're bringing it in. And let's say while they're, and it has to be guided in by tractor beam because you got to get around that giant nacelle. <laughs> it's right there. It's not very easy to land the shuttle. I do kind of like the and idea that. They just, at this point, they didn't even notice there's any difference. They're still trying to land, and they're like, oh, my God, where did that thing come from? <laughs> yeah. I assume the nacelle just they're goes like, like, whoop, and then you go into the shuttle craft or shuttle bay and goes, whoop. <laughs> or we could fill the uh, main shuttle bay with um, small fighters, like Battlestar Galactica or something like oh. that, Ooh. instead of shuttlecraft. That would be pretty cool. That would be cool. So, okay, so they're they're landing, and while they're being tractored in, uh, Row has the wherewithal to try to do like a data download to figure out what the heck's going on from the ship's computers. Because in the mirror universe, uh, her access codes are still the same. <laughs> well, no, remember there's no Row, so so she doesn't have access, Barclay. but Barkley does. So Barkley has to hope that his access code of you know Barkley is the best. I I hate transporters forty seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it works. And so, goddess he, of empathy, nine, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and so he gets a download, and he basically, but unfortunately, there's very little time, so it's not like they get hours and hours to pull over it. It's like literally five minutes. So they're trying to get enough information. We don't know what information they get because we're cutting back to you know the mirror, Barkley, and and other things that are going on in the ship. And, or actually, no, let's we should keep the camera pretty much yes. just with our heroes. So they only see what they see. It's going to be a see. drip drop of revelation as we go on. Yeah. So they figure out what's going on slightly. They just like, okay, they know they hit some anomaly and they've, you know, that's par for the course for the crew of the Enterprise. Out, like in 10 seconds yeah. of what happened. Uh, well, the, the combination, of, uh, bu- 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 we're in another universe. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, spit it out, Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> and so they, uh, Oh, I have an idea for a change in this one. What if there's no transporters in this universe? Because they they just never perfected it, and like it was either such a high risk that it was just going to tear you apart and not put you back together. Because <laughs> they use all their power for their weapons. They can't afford it. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so they bring in the shuttle, and it docks, and the I guess... The, so now they're figuring out, well, one... <laughs> you know, the, 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 they do determine that there are no Klingons on the ship and that there's no Bajora. And let's say like half Bajora is like a wasteland now. Like it's really messed up. <laughs> now, now is this the point when they finally dock in? Um, 
are they going to knock out Mayor Barkley and have Barkley just start pretending from now on that he's Mayor Barkley? Yes, yeah. I, yes, it's yeah, I like be. the idea yeah. that he has so, to do that. And then, then, so Bar- then will he Chewbacca, Roe, and Worf? <laughs> well, not Roe. Roe could br- maybe... Rogue oh, could yeah. just fit he, in. Chewbacca's wharf, and right. Rogue kind of sl- like slinks around the ship, so they sort of split the party at this point. She goes into <clears throat> like uh, spec ops mode, yes. and then yes, she slides she... in and out of the um, well, uh, anti Jeffries tubes. That's right. It's um <laughs> the uh, the Matthews tubes, the rushing tubes. <laughs> yeah. So okay, so so yeah, so they he Barkley comes to the door, and you know we have the whole him seeing himself and like what, and then Worf is awake by this point and just knocks, and he's like that felt good. Yeah. I almost imagine like a Back to the Future moment of of when the two uh, girls saw each other. <laughs> I'm old, I'm young, <laughs> and they just pass out. Or or the mirror Barkley is just like this isn't funny, Lieutenant. Like he thinks it's some sort of joke. <laughs> So okay, so they uh, now, they they knock him out. Is there and something stuff him in a locker? Barkley has to do to look like Mara Barkley, or is it just um, to put on the belt? Oh oh, this Barkley is a skinhead and is bald, and Barkley has to shave his head. Okay, all right, I can get on board then. I'm just, I mean, that's an idea. We don't have to do that. It's just no, a, no, no. It's it's fine. I I I kind of wish he had like a. A Q mocking Chakotay level of tattoo on his face or something like that. That would be way oh, better. Okay, okay, okay. So he's got a tattoo on his face that's trying to cover up like an old battle scar <laughs> unsuccessfully. No. So, so they put they... a temporary tattoo <laughs> on Barkley. I have to rub it in. Give me a second. <laughs> and then uh, obviously they need Barkley's clothes to so they swap uniforms. And we get the awesome uh, future imperfect uh, combat rank. Throwing star, also. <laughs> throwing star, yes. It's very sharp. Ah, he almost cuts himself on it. So, Wait, well, that could maybe be like they're a- using like a. Maybe they're using a dermal regenerator, like on a certain setting, to like mess up his eye, and then he like taps, accidentally pricks his finger on the badge, and then he uses it on his finger a little bit to like heal his finger. It's like, who are these people? Yeah. Okay. So but they have no sense of. So fashion. really, you know, and Darren, I know you're you're doing a great job going along here, but ultimately, the the point of these episodes is, and the fun of it, is to see the our characters, the reverse of our characters. Yes. So we have to have yes. these people start to interact with some of them. Well, I I I have a great idea for All the right, next. Go ahead. So okay, so so Roe breaks off and she replicates herself like a like a blackout, you know, sneaking around option. And so she just starts to, she gets a small pad, puts as much information on it, like schematics as she can, and she disappears of a, of a, of a Matthew does tube. She, does she like and, de-bajora her nose? So maybe she looks human? You, um, you know how in, uh, in Star Trek Four Spock wears that, that headband? Yes. She just she wears right. one over she her like the suntan <laughs> over her nose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she wears one over her nose. It's cool. Yeah, it's totally cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they could do. I don't know. You know, maybe maybe yeah. the Bajorans don't matter in this universe. Like they don't like they don't know who they are. Like they're just off doing their own thing or something. I don't know. Or what if because they're using the dermal regenerator to like create a fake scar on Barkley, she makes like a fake kind of like along her um along her whole face, like from forehead oh, like through scar. the nose over her cheek. Yeah. 
So, I mean, because they... Because they they've looked up on the records like almost everyone's got some sort of scar. The battle ben of is just a little bit less. Mars. Where I got it. I have a. I, I like your idea, Darren, but I have a better one. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's not the best. So give me what, a better. You know, one. what what is one of the most badass things you can do? You could wear an eye patch. Well, Roe will just wear a nose patch. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so. <laughs> So she's got her Black Ops nose patch. <laughs> yes, on. let's just go with it. Let's, we're going. <laughs> okay, good. And then War. Okay, Warf's. What's Warf doing? Okay. Okay. Well, so Warf gives a little pep talk to Barkley because uh, Barkley's communicator chirps right as there, right after Ro disappears. Just, like, and he's doing just like a huge sigh. Like, uh, uh. And and no, and it's um, it's Captain Riker. Oh, we're gonna shake Whoa. this up. And it's Captain okay. Riker, and he's saying report to. He's like our mission. Our mission briefing in the conference room with the entire senior staff just started. Get up here, Barkley. Okay. Oh, so this is good. So this means Worf, Roe, and and Barkley all have to be separated. All right. Yeah. Well. And let's. Why don't we give Worf the uh, the the task of trying to figure out? Um. Well, one Worf has to guard the shuttle because the shuttle is the only, one of the only things from our universe. He has to figure out to see if he can like duplicate the conditions Rep- that brought them there. Yeah, or or, or and also repair the shuttle. Say, we have bit. Roe, Barkley, and Worf, and you're choosing Worf to be <laughs> well, repair he- <laughs> and get us back to the universe. I mean, it's your RPG, but I'm saying <laughs> you might look at the character sheet. I know his stats are low in that, okay, but I'm hoping for a good role. <laughs> Well, maybe he has to override the security or something to get them off the ship and has to figure out how to make sure the Enterprise is... Well, the engineer just got called to the bridge. There's no choice. He has to do this. He's the only one left. He's the only engineer in the quadrant. Or he's kind of playing the mission lead from his control room in the shuttle and trying to guide Ro, but also keep tabs on Barkley. Like, he's playing that kind of role. They only have a dermal regenerator, and he broke his leg or something in in the whatever. Oh, Worf. Oh, oh. Well, he's also a Klingon, so that's kind of harder to well, hide. Yeah. But yeah, he can't just hide walk around. Okay, yeah, he's injured and he's working on the shuttle. And yeah, okay, he's yeah. doing. Yeah, stuff. Well, how about how about yeah? Like it, earlier on, he broke his double femur and he <laughs> or, just it really or hurt. five of his kidneys. <laughs> 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 or when fake Barkley saw Barkley or saw Worf, oh, he, he, well, he freaked shot? out. So they know Worf just can't go wandering off into the halls. Yeah. So he has to. He essentially has to stay on the on the which. Is and I think he, what if, yeah, little Worf will not be happy, but it's one of those things of like that's the whole j- the joke, even though it's serious. That your strongest Barkley has to go out now can't be used, and you yeah. have Barkley. Or what if um, they discover that the Klingon Empire is much more like the Romulan Empire, where no one's heard from them in like 20, 30, 40 years, and so there's just no contact. So that's one of the reasons he freaked out when he sure. saw him. Yeah, All right, moving that on. Works. Okay, so so Barkley is now riding in the um, elevator shaft. Uh, go upper, yeah. Ooh. The go upper up Who does he run into? Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> Troy. Uh, Troy. So he, st- he steps Troy. in. <laughs> okay, he steps in, and Troy's there, and she's on her way to the. And I don't. And fortunately, I don't want to be this guy. Mira Barkley is also very tight-lipped, so I, I, it's, I don't want to be this person. But but I'm just going to throw this out here. What does her uniform look like? I was just thinking that too. And I'm thinking, and, and this is terrible. It really is. 
It's mirror, so we're she's all, in the gonna, standard uniform. Wager, not the... We're all thinking the same thing right now about what she's wearing. <laughs> and she's and gonna be she's gonna be um Riker's like woman, obviously, right? In this scenario. She's the captain. So woman basically wearing the Lursa and Bator. Yeah. Um <laughs> But we have to give her more to do. To, in order to no, offset we, that, we, we do have to give her her own kind of thing. I just want to be as awkward as possible that Barkley is trying not to look at her the entire <laughs> go up ride. Well, okay, well, here's the only problem with Troy, though. She's first is officer. Because of her empathic yes, abilities. Say that. And that was a big difficulty in, in the book, where the, the, um, the Dark Mirror book, because. Uh, yeah, it's like when you're super close to her, like she's gonna start he's to. He's from to such a out. different. He has such a different. Um, no, no, no. Um, Hang on. Two, two things. Two things. Tech, tech, tech. I, I want to agree with Philip that we make Troy first officer because that because you know her and Riker obviously have a thing, and it would be okay. So, so she is actually in a, like in a position of almost. She's wearing almost red. Absolute authority, and the only reason right. that she. Uh, <sighs> She just is like, you know, it's not that big of a deal because she doesn't know thoughts. She just reads emotions. So she's like, you know, what are you so nervous about? And he's just like, oh, I, uh, and this is where we get to see. Bar- the, she's like, there's that presentation that <laughs> yeah. I gotta do. Of, I'm really of, nervous about of, it. I gotta kill someone later. <laughs> yeah. You know. We can come up again. with some reason later on for that. But, uh, you know, and she's like, so. you know, Reg. Before I took up with Will, I sure miss the times we had. <laughs> <laughs> had on the holodeck. I do love men with He's bald like, oh, heads. I found your holodeck program, Reg, <laughs> a long time ago. Okay, all right. All right, so they get on the bridge, and then they so they walk okay, across the I'm bridge a, to get just to for the story, conference room. Th- there has to be a mission that the ISS Enterprise V is doing. Let's. Wh- why don't we make them ultimately despicable they're on their way to bajora to help their new allies the cardassians in basically like ravaging the rest of the planet <laughs> right and they're just we just want to hate these people <laughs> all right okay i don't know so I then the, so yeah, then oh anyway. ooh, just for fun just because we're this is just a crazy universe and we can just do this also the cardassians are exactly the same in this universe <laughs> yeah so when we get <laughs> no there difference. uh we get to meet like gold ducat is in the is, is in the conference room or something like that that would be fun that would be cool oh my gosh <laughs> yes and he's got the he- he's got this helmet yeah. <laughs> that's his brother <laughs> <laughs> that's cool all right so Okay, so but who do who do they see on? Because we've now we've only seen Barkley and Troy. Well, you, well, you've, who do we see on the bridge when he's walking over to the conference? Well, instead room? of going, so, like, explain to me, Darren, your concept. So you're saying Captain Riker, along with his wife, as the first officer. So did they right. did they join up and together assassinate Captain Picard, or does he still exist in his shark room? I'm I'm gonna is say- he Admiral Picard, <laughs> and this is his fleet ship. Well, there's either one or two ways we can go with this. We we can either stick with he died in the Borg incursion. Yeah, boring. <laughs> or um which is the downside is we don't see him and then what is Patrick Stewart doing in this episode? Like he's, he's not directing. In this episode I have a I have a pretty crazy idea. I, I really liked my Gold Ducat idea just a minute ago. But if if we're just gonna do crazy wild universe, what if what if Picard is uh having the gold Ducat role. He's, he's actually suppressing the 
He's the intendant he's over, over the Bajoran. Uh, is he wearing the tight wow. leather? Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's got the headband that goes over and goes. So he could be like he could be like uh, we could still have Ducat and we could have Picard over like Picard is above Ducat and kind of you know like overseeing the entire operation for the joint Cardassian human. Is is Picard Wayun in this? <laughs> but much more. Uh, no, basically Ducat is Wayun. So okay, so yeah, so Picard is being ferried to Admiral Bajora. Picard. Yeah, Intendant Picard. Oh, Intendant Picard. Excuse me. So he yeah. still has the Intendant room with the shark, right? Yeah. <laughs> so he's yes, he is. You know how we, every time we get a, an admiral on on the Enterprise, they're in charge of the mission, but you're in charge of the ship. You know that right. kind of stuff, right? So exactly. Ex- yeah. So there's a lot of um, and and he's happy about this his role of power but he's still kind of you know if he had his way the enterprise would be stationed at Terok Nor and and he could do whatever he wanted with it but instead captain riker and troy are have their own missions and you know he's he wishes he wants to control everything well, they're a power couple so that's why he's grumpy yeah <laughs> so okay so um so do we see any other characters as we're crossing yes, the bridge I, I, or is it just I have oh, yeah, to, what's, the, what's the bridge yeah look like Show I just well I have to put this out here too at some point I feel it's important that data is controlled by someone and he's basically an ultimate tool like this is how okay let's let, let he's a, he's an he's an exocomp basically <laughs> with let's legs. say that he is how Riker maintains control of the ship because he Ooh. like Riker has like a restraining bolt on data. Can he be like the security officer then? And he's like the enforcer. Yeah, like he's just really like super efficient. He's not emotional, but he's super efficient. And Riker just uses him like a knife just to cut Can through he everything. Look like an action figure from the eighties where he's all buffed <laughs> up and he's just- or you know you know okay. So let's think of this is exactly how I want to see it. Uh, the original normal data is normal Iron Man. And Mirror Universe data War is machine. War Machine. So he's just got like okay. mini guns coming out of this. <laughs> how about, of how about this? He, his eyes are red. Okay, obviously. Because they got to change color. And he's just in a high collared black uniform that's like all black except for like the shiny badge. And he just has that like no smile, just blank face where you just, you're just afraid of him. And he's standing in the middle of the bridge because he's over it right now as they're walking across, and that's who he's they gonna see. He's going to be a little more less personality because he's like he said he he only almost is that possible? Yeah, he no, almost operates like you said with Riker's commands. He he also has right okay. He's able to in standby mode it, until Riker exactly. gives him an order. And he also has the half of his you know where the eye and half of his face stripped off like in first contact, first contact. Uh-huh. and it's just blinky lights and stuff. Okay, like he was damaged yeah, almost, yeah. but they but they just, just didn't, didn't bother repair repairing him. him, him look scarier because of it. <laughs> okay. Oh, and can should his name be Data or should we give Data. him another name? No, I mean, should he be Lore? Uh, that yeah, that's much. a little much. So much. Okay. Okay, so I, that's for me, that's episode number two. So with Bridge, okay, so I see you know Data's on top of the horseshoe. Well, unless the bridge looks completely different, but anyway, just jan- standard. So Data's at the horseshoe. Um, Riker, not at this moment, but theoretically, you have Captain Riker, you have Commander Troy, and then Intendant Picard will be in the guest sh- seat. So, who's at Con and Ops? Um, O'Brien. <laughs> okay, because 
because there's no transporters in our universe for some reason. Uh, and you can just be a random person if you want. But can it be that? What's that one ensign that everyone wants to go to celebration this year or to um, the oh, Star Trek Las Vegas? Hmm? Jay. Yeah, the one with like the kind of side yeah, buzz cut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's uh, and she's already got the cool haircut for it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So right, there's our bridge. We're good. And I I'm kind of picturing the uh yesterday's Enterprise bridge with all the uplighting mm-hmm. and everything's dark and just And the elevated captain's red. chair so nobody sits near him yeah. and stuff like that. And and Data's eyes are just kind of glowing red and you're just like, "Oh man." Not not like not like Mr. Sinister Red, but like just the just just the uh, just the <laughs> oh there you no, go. Well, just like the just like the color yeah. or well okay we got three options we got Mr. Sinister <laughs> Red where it's the whole thing we have the color part where it's like is it a blue or green it's red or we have like the Terminator where it's like the iris uh the i like okay so let's do the the one eye that's kind of has the ripped the run side of his face that has the ripped off bits has like the really deep glowy red eye and then the other one just has just terminator just red but it's not glowing yeah so terminator yeah okay where it's like Mm -hmm. the okay okay but it's creepy as heck so yeah so i feel like you don't want to i mean i'm not trying to fast forward but i'm thinking act one basically is just sort of barkley gets on there gets Goes to the, you know, you see the bridge with all these people. He goes to the conference room. He's there with Intendant Picard, Captain Riker. We're intercutting with Worf and, and Roe as they're learning more about the ship and Roe's sneaking around and Worf's complaining about not being able to move. So we get the exposition of basically this is who these characters are. So that's, that can be sort of there. Okay, commercial break. All right. Well, hang on. But you said, Philip, you wanted <coughs> oh. Yar here too, right? What role is she going to fill? Um, she could okay. be the, like, con officer or the, uh, well, uh, you know, we, we here's who we who we don't have covered. And we don't have to show everyone up front. We haven't done Jordy. We haven't done Beverly. There's got to be some people in the conference room, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we haven't done Jordy. We haven't done Beverly, and we haven't done Yar. Okay, all right. They can just be All floating. Right. I mean, is she a doctor, Doctor Crusher? Is Jordy still engineer? Is <laughs> Doctor of Pain? Uh, yeah. Well, what about this? So the and let's have them where they wired something up to his communicator where they can talk to each other like in his ear. So Worf's like giving him details as best he can, like trying to coach him. But, you know, like, you know, once he, cause he, Barker's like, like commander data's here. And then Worf looks it up and he's like, Oh crap. Like he, that's, you really don't Yeah, He's like, stay away from him. <laughs> um, and then he's like, Oh, uh, 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 O'Brien's here. He's like, stay away from him. <laughs> it's just every person. Okay, so he's in the conference room, and we see Intendant Picard, Captain Riker, Commander Troy. Oh well, y- Yar can be like um, second officer. I don't know what she actually does, but she can be sort of like Lieutenant Commander Yar. Well, I, or she could be the head of like the tactical officer, whereas data is like the head of security, like the enforcer. They have two stations. Okay. I got it. I mean, we got eight tactical stations on this bridge. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, and, oh yeah. So I think the bridge is, it's the, it's like the yesterday's enterprise, but it has all the stations of like the generations enterprise where it's got more on the side wings and there's just stations everywhere. Yeah, those two side stations are literally like the star Wars cannons. <laughs> I was thinking that too. Yeah. <laughs> Pew, pew, pew. They're actually turrets. Well, there are turrets exactly. right next to the bridge, and that's what they control. 
So if if Picard needs to push someone out of the way and jump on one, he can and start shooting. Don't get cocky, Intendants. <laughs> okay, so we're on the we're in yeah, the they, conference you know, room. They explain the mission. You're gonna go off Cardassian, Bajora, bam, bam, bam. Okay. Right. Fortunately, okay. now does Barkley need to say anything? He better shut they up. Ask so him I, any this questions? is the part where he has to shine. So I feel like for some reason Barkley has to do something. The original Mirror Barkley was supposed to do something in this meeting. That's why they invited him. Can it be a moment that Worf is away from his console for a second? And of course, yeah. he's like, not now, mother. This is, the timing is so bad. It, but basically where Worf can't coach him and he has to just yes, bluff Yes, exactly. It. How you would blow up a planet. <laughs> no, they don't want to blow it up. There's no point in doing that. <laughs> okay, no, no. But but instead, what if it's what if he asks Barkley, he's like, so the Bajora have already been subjugated to a level 12 condition. Like, what would you recommend, Mr. Barkley, to... Increase their suffering, or, or yeah, like there there is an underground network of operatives, and and they're using this f- such and such frequency and such and such technology. Yeah. How would you determine yeah. them? And he's got to like, step up. And- uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're pretending yes. to be here, Mark. Yeah, he's like, well, uh, it's I've, I've, see what can you do? <laughs> I I want I almost want him to i think you'd have to like throw out some glittering generality just like well yeah. we should just uh, make them suffer and he's like well the most important thing of any resistance crushing mission is to and he's just, you know he's he's doing his and best at the end but... he accidentally deploys his communicator as a throwing star <laughs> accidentally he falls over and just <laughs> or, or he's like are you questioning me, lieutenant because this rank and it's like in his hand is is then he's like actually wait a minute it so like each rank has a, like more pointy ends yes <laughs> the better you can defend yourself <laughs> there you go and it and it embeds itself in one of the enterprises on the wall <laughs> And we get to see uh, they all look like daggers and or no, it's a weapons wall. It's like just a wall of weapons instead of ships. What? Like if they started hand to hand combat right now, they would just grab something off the wall and go at it. Let's say that Barkley walks into the observation lounge and Picard mm. and Riker are obviously butting heads because of authority. And so they ask Barkley, whatever, whatever. And he just throws something out there. And Riker's like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And just because Picard can at this point, he's like, no, no, no. We're going with his idea because I have the authority. Even though he knows, Even it's, though he knows stupid, it's stupid, he just but it's he just despite Riker. Riker to be happy. And he's like, <laughs> oh, that's perfect. And they almost kind of all look at Barkley like, really? Like, we're actually going So with really, the only reason plan? that he's actually still alive and getting away with it is because is out of it's literally out of his control. It's just because the spite that Picard has for Riker. Because I think halfway through the episode, maybe the intendant Picard has realized that this is not <laughs> Barkley the whole time. No, no. Okay, so then I think the next thing that should happen is Riker. Then in spite goes, well, you better get started right away, Mister Barkley. He hits a special button on like his sleeve and is like, Mister Data, report here and accept command. Or he says, like, you know, execute command or whatever. And then Sleep. Data comes. <laughs> yeah, and then Data comes. Yeah, Data comes marching in. And and then he's like, Mr. Data, please escort Mr. Barkley to mission room five to prepare for his plan <laughs> against the Bajora. 
and then and then basically like data like grabs him by the scruff of his neck and just starts marching him down the because yeah. you know and that's kind of Riker's little retort of getting back. Ooh, that would be fun. I like that. And then you kind of have to deal with how does Barkley? So it gets Riker. It gets Barkley out of the room, right. but yeah, but he's in Data's clutches, which then is we have not, to go to Row. Uh, yeah, what is she up to at this point? Maybe she's near the section that they are going to, and so she actually can hear them approaching. Does does Worf or does Worf or Row know of Data's off button? Not n- Worf does. No, I don't. I don't, no, think, I don't think they, they do. do. Okay, well, the, anyway, Anyways. but I think Row has to encounter other characters we haven't seen. Well, what is Ro's mission ultimately? She's trying to what get get the shuttle free of the ship, right? Gather information. She's got to turn off the tractor beam so they can get the ship. That. I want to see Ro like circling around in the, the uh, warp. And then there's there's two ensigns nearby going. This is another drill. I don't know what's going on. Ro, she's circling around the warp core. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> okay, so no, it's actually kind of literally. It does. It actually really the tractor does. beam. But the tractor beam so. wouldn't be an engineering, right? The tractor beam <laughs> would be uh, somewhere near the deflector dish, I assume. Tractor beam control? Well, tractor beams come out from different points on the ship, but... Well, yeah, but the one that's always coming out... Well, it's either rear deflector or, or front deflector, right? And the front one's right above... Or just main engineering. Turn off main power. I'd say everything is routed into main engineering. Okay, so that's ship. where like she's going. almost... Like there's no battle bridge, is battle engineering. Like so, then she. So let's have really her encounter Jordy. Now, what oh, okay. is he wearing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe it's a ring goes all the way around his head, and so he can actually like see a, in all directions. Like a halo or that's actually that's actually <laughs> alpha. He, he literally has aye, literally aye. eyes in the back of his head. Um, okay, it's, we don't have to give him 360 view, but I'm just <laughs> no, thinking cool. the fact cool that he has things that tap into his uh, his sensory inputs. Like he literally could cope with that and use it to his advantage. He's like, I was stabbed in the back once. Now I'll never. No one will sneak up on me ever again. Or just for a bit of role reversal to what we did with with Riker and Troy. Leah Brahms could be the chief engineer of the ship, and Jordy could be her her second in command of engineering. <laughs> well, and Argyle's there too. To see, I mean, we don't have to, but I will throw out: we should see like a assassination of someone. That's what I'm thinking. That's uh, that's why Darren's idea of Argyle is brilliant. Someone is going to kill Argyle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was just thinking. If we ever get to um, okay, so to fast forward a little bit, so someone tries to kill Argyle. They actually they succeed, and he's his body's brought to sick bay, and I think it shouldn't be Doctor Crusher there, but it should be that other doctor from Ethics who had like no oh. ethics. Well, or it could be Doctor Salar or Salar. Nurse Ogawa. Salar, I was thinking, yeah. Okay, guys, so so we know we're gonna have an assassination attempt on Argyle, but. You know, I think it's time for the to be continued music to come into play here. And this is we're we're hitting past fifty minutes and we're probably about halfway through this episode. So I think we're gonna need to part two this and continue our mirror uh, our parallel universe <laughs> another time. But this is good. I think it's actually a lot of fun just this type of universe we've we've made and it's a little crazy i don't know if barkley's gonna make it out alive he's kind of got a lot going against him but it's it's a lot of fun playing with these different characters that are not necessarily 
mirror evil, but they're just different, which is a lot of fun. Well, talking about Barclay's worst nightmare isn't the only thing we've been talking about here on Trek of M this week. Here's a look at what you may have missed elsewhere on the network. Previously on Trek.fm, Literary Treks. It is very much every one of the characters, you know, who, who finds themselves sort of pulled into the conflict that's at the heart of this story. They are reacting to a fear of the other. Meta Treks. He gets all the way over to me and he goes, well, if it isn't Manu, uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then he elbows me and he winked. And I immediately felt like I was a part of the team and it was Uncle Eastwood. And, you know, it was a great way for him to just welcome me to the set, you know. The Ready Room. And they'll, sc- they'll scare two of their friends and they'll scare two of their friends. And before you know it, everyone's afraid. <laughs> Now that sounds like a pyramid scheme of fear, Zachary. <laughs> pyramid scheme of fear. I love it. And that's what else is happening on Trek.fm. So check out these shows to get in on the Daily Trek Talk. You'll find them in iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, the Windows Podcast Directory for Xbox and Zoom. Visit the Trek.fm website for the full Trek experience. You can view our podcast directory to stream the audio from all of our shows. If you would like to contact us, just go to Trek.fm slash contact. From there, choose Message to a Trek FM Show and select Earl Grey. These messages will be relayed by Starfleet to the three of us. In social media, you'll find us on Facebook.com slash Trek FM or join our Facebook listener discussion group called The Babel Conference. Find it by searching The Babel Conference on Facebook. Now let's take a moment to talk about our sponsor this week, Audible.com. Audible is a great way for you to read all the books you've always wanted to read but never thought you'd have time for. This is the premier source for audiobooks, with more than 150,000 titles to choose from and new titles coming every week. From classics to current bestsellers, and even some of the most famous Star Trek books like Prime Directive, Federation, and Spock's World, Audible has something for everyone. Now, as a Trek FM listener, you can get a free audiobook of your choice, along with a 30-day trial to see just how great Audible is. So give it a try today. Catch up on all those classic Star Trek books you've yet to read. Just go to audibletrial.com slash trekfm and sign up today. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash trekfm, and we thank Audible for supporting Earl Grey and Trek FM. There's one more way you can directly help us to keep Earl Grey coming to you each and every week, and that's through becoming a patron of Trek FM. By visiting patreon.com slash trekfm, you can choose among various pledge levels and receive rewards for becoming a Trek FM patron. These rewards let you inside the observation lounge of our network and make it possible for us to distribute all our great content. So please become a patron and visit patreon.com slash trekfm today. So Daniel, if someone wanted to talk to you about your Danfic that's now becoming the Parallel Universe episode, where would they find you online? Oh, they could easily find me at on Twitter at 2updan. That's the number... Two. Oh, wow, I almost said it. <laughs> no, no, one of the words. That's really where you find me. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Uh, and that's the number, the number one, not the word. And Philip, what NC pun are you going to be make for us tonight? Uh, well, people can find me on Twitter. That's SC Public Servant. That's SC for something clever. South Carolina, what? That doesn't <laughs> even make sense. I don't even know you anymore. And, of course, they can find me on uh, Twitter under username BachelorSciFi. I didn't actually get my doctorate in this universe. That's uh, (laughs) D-R-S-C-I-F-I. 
But yeah, okay. Well, definitely, we will pick this up again. Uh, maybe maybe next week, maybe a couple weeks down the line. But we will definitely hit it and and finish up the story. And it's it's going to be a classic already. And I promise it won't be forty seven parts. Just just two for the glory of the empire. Energize. Uh, engage your eyes. Fire. Fire.